Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. I hope everybody's well. So this week here in LA, um, we're still very much in confinement. The gyms are closed. The hair and nail salons are closed. Restaurants are open, but for outdoors only, which, you know, in 95 degree weather um, is not the most appeal appealing thing to do. And then cinemas, of course, are closed. And so we're all kind of having to reinvent ourselves in all areas of our lives from career to you know all kids now attending school via zoom all day every day and how do we go or don't go on vacation as safely as we can and how do we even go on a date with social distancing with masks and all of it and not mentioning the after the date panicking moment about feeling you have the virus and getting tested and looking for a place for that anyway it's a lot And I can't help but noticing all the frustration and the anger and the overwhelm um, that all of that has been creating uh, for most of you. And on top of it all, um, come requests that we don't necessarily care for, but end up agreeing to sort of, you know, agreeing to them sort of against our will, and then we're suffering from it. So today I want to talk to you about learning and helping you learn to say no. I think at some point or at you know one point or another for sure my clients have all struggled with people pleasing and I think we all have at one point or another in our life. And as social creatures we are prone to peer pressure and to the desire to fit in. But there is a big difference between the desire for acceptance and people-pleasing. People-pleasing is not just a once-in-a-while thing. It's a daily struggle for many of you. So why is it so hard to say no? What truly happens when you say yes, when in fact you want to say no? I want to help you understand this not-so-simple, messy game so you can really regain control of your time and of your energy. So let's try and put it all down on the table. Why do you struggle to say no? A lot of the time, it's a me mechanism that you kind of built in your childhood to avoid negative emotions. And you kind of have trained yourself using this mechanism of people pleasing to appear more agreeable, to appear less troublesome, to appear less contributing to any problem that might have taken place in your family. I, I learned a new word this week. It's called emotophobic. So being emotophobic is someone who fears negative emotions. Emotions such as blame or feeling rejected or feeling pushed away. And that's 
led you to often become emotionally dependent or codependent when in relationships or even in a friendship. So you kind of become addicted to approval from others. You feel shattered for days when someone criticizes you. You act based on what other people think of you. And you often suffers, suffer you know, at, at the expense of doing uh, favors to other people. You have a strong desire to be liked no matter what, so you can start liking yourself. I think we all, you know, receive requests from people from time to time, from our family, from our friends, from our co-workers, and their requests can go from asking you for a favor to do something for them, or maybe to host them over at your home, or to attend a work Zoom meeting, even though you finally uh, are on vacation having a few days off. So when we want to honor this favor or to host this person at our house or you know we feel bored in our vacation and are desperate to zoom with work you know then it's no problem we say yes to it all and we do it but the problem comes when you don't want to use your time and your resources in the way that you're being asked to and you're faced with that dilemma of having say, you know to say yes when you just want to say no and you're not liking the consequences that would come with your saying no, which is why you say yes. Because saying no is actually very easy, right? You just say no. What makes things complicated and often really messy is to manage the thoughts that we have about the other person's judgment and negative emotions, I mean negative thoughts about us when we say no. We are afraid of rejection afraid that the other person will think we are selfish, will think we're not nice, will think we're not accommodating, that the other person will think we're not generous. We're afraid that the other person won't like us as much or won't like us altogether. We're often afraid of conflicts as well, and nobody likes conflicts. But inevitably, Wanting to be loved and wanting to be needed by others all the time results in suppressing tons of uncomfortable emotions. And I'm talking, you know, rage and hatred and bitterness and annoyance or grief or stress. You know, anything that is contrary to the altruistic image that you crave to portray. And you might not be conscious even of repressing these types of emotions, but they are there, hidden inside of you. You can't give yourself entirely to other people, deny yourself, and then expect to feel fine in the long term. It just doesn't work that way. So suppression of emotions eventually will result in physical or psychological breakdowns. And when we say we have a difficult time saying no, it's not actually about the difficulty to say no, but it's the difficulty to manage our negative emotions, which come from the thoughts we have about the consequences of of our having said no. As human beings, we have been used to evolve in groups, right? And we are used by nature to searching for the love, you know, from other people and to be liked and to be appreciated by other people. And that's often our top motivation for 
action for acting in our society. And I would say maybe even particularly in women, you know, we're very much conditioned to please and to be available. But for the tribe to function well, the mechanism is to condition everybody to love each other and for everyone to say yes to everything and to be inclined to wanting to help and to wanting to be kind simply because the system as a society just would work much better that way. But that's a bit of a utopia because what happens then if you do that, you know, if you say yes to everything and to everyone and please everybody, what happens to your own freedom? How do you even recharge? So saying yes, despite your will to say no, creates negative emotions in yourself. And that can't be good for the self, nor for the community as a whole in the long run, for sure. So the fact is, you know, we have a primitive brain, and we have a prefrontal cortex, a higher thinking brain. The primitive brain tries to keep you safe. So it tends to just push you to want to say yes, to just keep things simpler, to avoid arguments, to feel loved, and you know, to just go to the simple, simple um, option. But luckily, you have your prefrontal cortex. And that higher thinking brain is there to help you navigate your life in a more purposeful way. You could choose to say yes to everything. You know, as we're taught, we we should be kind and we should be compassionate and we should be helpful. But as you are aware, our resources of time or of physical and mental energy or money even have their limitations. We can never buy more time than the 24 hours we are given each day. So it's really important to use that limited resource wisely. And I want to suggest that you ask yourself this question. If I say yes to this request, what do I say no to? Your time is not endless. It is not like opening the faucet for water and boom, it comes. If you offer your time to one person to satisfy their request, you are not using your time towards something else. So whatever the resource you choose to give, whether it's time, whether it's your energy, whether it's your money, you know, you won't be using it elsewhere. So do you say yes because you want to say yes? Or do you say yes because you are in fact afraid to say no? Is your yes driven by the desire to truly honor the favor? Or is your yes driven by fear? Do you like your reasons for saying yes? Is it a yes so that the person will like you more? And then if you say no, is it for the right reasons for you? Or is it to maybe even punish this person who might not have been there for you in the past or might not have acted the way you wanted towards you before, you know, at work, for example, or, you know, wherever it might have been. So it's really important to be conscious of your choices as it will help you to be at peace with your decision and to grow closer to the belief that saying no can really feel nice too. And that from a place of fear, codependency, frustration, you're often running to the pantry to, you know, eat, overeat, 
to compensate for the pain and the discomfort from the negative emotions. So it really doesn't serve you. So let's imagine you say no, let's go there. It's very possible that the person you say no to will be upset or will be disappointed. But I want you to realize that their being upset or disappointed or hurt is not your doing. That person has her own thoughts about what to do and 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 what you know about what what you did, what you didn't do, what what they think of it. They have their own thoughts about, you know, the way you reacted. And his or her thoughts are of her own responsibilities. It is not about you. It is about him or about her. And if you choose to avoid that the other person feels disappointed, then you go against your own wishes. And the result is that, yes, this person won't be upset or disappointed, but you will. So you say yes to him or her, but you say no to you which means you're not managing your resources in the best way and you're definitely not creating the life that you want. And every time you say yes to a request that you feel like saying no to, it's also a sort of betrayal of yourself. You are lying to yourself because you want people to like you so that you can like yourself. So yes, the other person will like you, and you might like yourself, but in fact, they will like the person you pretend to be. They will like the fake you that you created to be whoever you thought they wanted you to be. So it's a mess. It's really a mess. And it doesn't feel good to be fake, to not be authentic, to not be yourself. It doesn't feel good to lie and to pretend. And it certainly doesn't feel good to ignore what you want and what you need. So I would like to give you a little exercise to help you be more aligned with yourself and to learn how to say no for you because you like your reasons for saying no, not because you're afraid of rejections or of conflict. So the exercise I want to suggest is for you to first go to the worst case scenario. I want you to ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen if I say no? Use easy situations at first, situations where the consequence of your no is not going to be a big deal. Overcoming your anxiety and your fear of rejection takes practicing aligning yourself to your essential authentic self. We can't say yes all the time. It would just not be, you know, feasible. We don't have enough, you know, time and resource to say yes all the time. So accepting other people's reactions and judgments as their rights to do so and to, you know, their rights to feel whatever it is they want to feel and you moving forward with it is slowly the work and accepting, you know, you have to allow that this is their right to feel this or that way. And this is also your right to decide to say no. And then for bigger requests, I would suggest that you maybe practice being in the space in between yes and no, in that sort of like little, almost like negotiation space where you don't say yes, but you don't say no entirely. For example, you're taking a few days off of work, your colleague reaches out 
to you regarding an ongoing work deal. She wants your opinion on how to move it forward. You can choose to agree to speak once to share where you stand on the business deal and what your recommendations would be. But to make it clear with her that for the rest of your vacation, the rest of your break, your colleague will have to respect that it is your time off and that she will have to either make, you know, her own executive decisions or wait upon your return to work. Another example that happened um, to a client of mine um, this week, and she, she, she lives in Europe, and so she's planning a trip to Spain in September. And the current uh, date, or the guy she's dating at the moment, wants to tag along. But she's not that in love with him, and she's really been wanting to just have that break to herself, to recharge, to reflect on, you know, the tough couple of past months, like, you know, that's been going on. And she was super stressed about having to say no to him and not wanting to, because she didn't want to break his heart, right? So we worked on it. And... In the end, you know, she told him no for the two weeks, but she agreed for him to meet, to come meet her for a weekend. So for one of the two weekends. So he did feel heartbroken as he kind of took it as a rejection and was really looking forward to this vacation with her. But in the end, he also was understanding and she was so relieved. Like she was so relieved and it, it doesn't make it about the guy. It just makes it that she needed that time to recharge. It had been, you know, whatever, many, many months since she's had a break and this is what she had planned to do and she didn't want to feel like obligated to, you know, cater to him and be nice to him and whatever, you know, have anyone in her bed and all of that. So um, she felt so relieved. You know, so practicing sometimes in that sort of in-between negotiation space, you know, between the yes and like not saying a full no, but, you know, saying no in a softer way can be a way for you to navigate saying no with more ease and more peace, you know, for you down the line. Um, I'd like to also suggest a little experiment, you know, for you uh, to practice over the next week. Um, so... If you have a journal, take your journal. I want you to keep track of how many times you say yes to things you don't want to do or you don't want to be a part of. And if you feel resentful about doing it, um, about doing that thing, then it's probably that you don't want to do them. So that's usually a, a, a key you know, indicator. The second thing I want you to do is to keep track of how many times you say no. Even if, you know, maybe it's, uh, I'm sorry, I won't be able to help you. I'm sorry, I can't join you. I'm sorry, I can't invite you around this time. You know, whatever way you say no, how many times do you say no? And then have a look at your answers and study them. Why did you say yes? Why did you say no? How did it feel to you? This little exercise will help you understand your authentic self better and it will help you uh, become more aware also of your precious resources and how not to, you know, um, waste them in a way. So in the future, before you answer, always take a minute to check in with you. Put some distance between the time you asked for the favor and the time you actually give an answer. You know, breathe, connect with your true emotions, connect with yourself and give yourself some space and some love. 
Voilà, mes amis. I hope you have found this episode helpful. Please share it around. Uh, I think we've all been people pleasers at one point or another in our life, and we could all use um, a little guidance, you know, in in these moments. So feel free to share it. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful weekend. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Cara the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time.